you are here on purpose with a purpose by design. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Purpose by Design. I am Dr. Pamela Hinkle, and I'm so glad that you're here. You are going to be blessed as we continue health and wholeness on purpose. You get to choose. You get to choose. So before we go any further, stop and pause right now. Do you see that like button? Hit it. Do you see that subscribe button? Hit it. Do you see that share button? Hit it. Share this message with somebody right now because they need to hear it. Just pause for a moment. Who's that person's name that pops up in your head and your heart? They need it right now. Help us at the beginning of this message today, at the beginning of this episode today, to share purpose by design with the world because these these guests that are coming on on here their stories are so powerful we need to blow up and break the internet okay because it is so incredible and with no further ado then i want to just jump in and say welcome to my amazing friend and guest who has a story that is incredible mr Stefan Leary, welcome to Purpose Thank you so design. much. Thank you. It's a privilege and an honor to be here. It's so good to see you again, you and Nicole. Uh, I've been out for a little while, but I'm so glad to be back. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, we are so excited to have you. And I know it's been even a bumpy road uh, trying to get our schedules to work, but here we yes. are. We pressed in and we didn't give up. And I know that what you are going to unleash today is going to be mountain moving. It's going to bring change. So, mountain moving, huh? That's funny you say that. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we want to hear why. So as you introduce yourself, please tell everybody who you are and include mountain moving. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so good to be with you here, everyone. My name is Stefan Leary. And um, it's an honor uh, to be here this morning with you. I am a, uh, I've, I've, I've done many things. I've got many hats and done many things in life, but I'm humbled today simply by the fact that God is, uh, I'm still here. God has purpose for my life. God has purpose for your life. Uh, I've been privileged uh, to be a, a coach, a trainer, a two-time author, an inventor of a training and rehabilitation shoe. And I run a basketball and training program called the Shooting Stars, Reaching New Heights Basketball Program, in which we help kids with training and basketball and all of those sorts of things. And so um, today, I, I, I just want to share with you today, she, uh, Pamela mentioned mountain moving, and that so um, hits me right in my heart because I've been telling people um, I... I just wrote my second book last year around, um, uh, no, actually this year, February, um, I wrote the book and uh, I launched that book with TBN and the book was supposed to come out. And when the book was supposed to come out, I got COVID. And when I got COVID, I, you know, I'm an athlete, I'm a former athlete, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. I think I had just played um, basketball for the first time in a long time. I had played and I played like six or seven games and won every game. I was feeling really good about myself, feeling young and strong again. 
And lo and behold, that week I got COVID. And uh, when I got COVID, uh, I was doing the typical man thing and um, thought trying to fight it myself. And uh, I could not overcome it by myself. I had some friends that helped me along the way. Um, and one particular friend came over and I, I, I was walking from one room to the other and um, uh, I passed out. And uh, when I passed out, I, I almost hit my head on the floor, but the edge of my couch caught me. And um, she told me, um, I'm taking you to the hospital. I'm calling your parents. I'm yes. <laughs> What's your mom's number? What's your, <laughs> I'm taking you to the hospital. So I, I sort of waited a long time and almost waited to where I was in real danger. And I really didn't know what I was facing. I was just trying to overcome it myself. But uh, my dear friend, uh, Tammy, she um, took me to the hospital. And uh, when I got to the hospital, they took me to the emergency room and um, they did their tests, checked me in and all of those different things. And I kind of blanked out there for a little bit. Wow. And when I blanked out, uh, all I can remember is I'm sitting in this emergency room area where there's lots of beds of people. And this doctor comes up to me. I don't even remember being tested. I don't remember any of that. I just remember sitting in that emergency room and this doctor standing over me. I don't. I couldn't tell you how he looks today. I wasn't even visual. I couldn't see him. Um, I just heard him. And he said to me, uh, you're in really bad shape. <laughs> and all I remember saying was, who, me? <laughs> you're talking about me? And he said, uh, yes, I'm talking to you. And he said, um, you have heart issues, liver issues, lung issues. Oh um, we've got to get you into a room ASAP. Oh. And, and I get, they checked me into this room and uh, hooked me up to machines. And I'm just really out of it for a while. And um, I start getting uh, attention and care around the clock needles in my arms and then and at this time i'm still not really fully aware of what's really happening to me and um i i get to the point where i'm in this room and i'm saying what am i doing in this room what, what's going on and the nurse comes in and she tells me uh she said you're in pretty bad shape um you're gonna be here for a while and i said <laughs> he said me <laughs> I'm going to be here for a while. I always thought of myself as this super strong athletic guy and, you know, stay in shape, run, play basketball, lift weights, do great. And, uh, man, I was in there for eight days and um, they told me I had to walk around for four minutes or five minutes, be able to uh, hold my breath. I mean, catch my breath for that long before I can get out. And I failed that test about five times before I got out of there. I could not get up. I could not. Uh, I could not walk for four or five minutes. I was in that bad shape. And I mind you, I went in there right before I played five basket, seven basketball games. I just could not imagine my health took a hit that hard. Sure. Anyways, um, I, I, I uh, around the clock, they were treating me around the clock. And in between that time, I would get up out of my bed and I start walking and I start walking. I'm like, Lord, 
I got to get out of here, Lord. I got to get out. Of here. And I was walking in between, and then you know, I, she came, and I finally, on the eighth day, I got out. And I, I checked out, but I wasn't really healthy. And so I went to my parents. I went to my mom's house, and I was at my mom's house another <laughs> week or so before I could be on my own again. And when I was on my own again, I had five different medicines I was taking. I've never taken medicine before in my life. I've never been, the only thing I've ever had was a knee injury playing basketball. So this was all new to me. So my health went down. I went from, I lost about 40 pounds. Um, I wasn't able to walk around. I. <clears throat> I call myself trying to get strong again. I couldn't do push-ups, couldn't do sit-ups, couldn't do lunges to get my legs strong. I was wilting away. And I find myself thinking, Lord, what are you, what's, what's going on? What are you doing? And the reason why I say all of that is because you talked about mountain moving. And uh, I was telling someone, uh, after I wrote my second book, The Elevated Soul, You Are More Than What You See, what I didn't realize was that I was talking to me. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was writing this book and I wrote it with, and TBN was my publisher and I'm excited about getting this book all over the world. The Elevated Soul, you are more than what you see. And I was saying that to say to people, no matter what you're going through, no matter what difficult challenges you have in your life or what's before you, you are more than what you see. And I took it from that story at the Lion King. I think I may have shared it with many people. That's my story. And uh, it was Simba looking in the mirror to find out his dad telling him from heaven in the clouds, you are more than what you've become. And so that's what I based that book off of. But what I told people was the mountain thing. I told people that I felt like at that time in my life, I had written books, felt like I was obedient to God in writing books. I was uh, inventing the shoe, the, uh, the accelerated training shoe. And I felt like I was at the top of the mountain and God was ready to take me to another mountain. Wow. And uh, what I didn't realize, Pamela, was if you're on one mountain, and you're looking in the distance and you want to go up another mountain, a higher mountain, you got to go down before you can get back up. <laughs> and I didn't realize that. So good. I thought I was jumping from one mountain to the next. And I think that's what happens in our life. Yes. We reach places and points and times <laughs> in our lives where we've reached the time where we want to go higher. We desire to go higher. And God desired for us to go higher. He, he, he wants us to do great and mighty things, right? And so I'm thinking I'm going to go to this higher mountain. I'm looking in the distance. I had this visual of myself staring into the distance. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to go there. And in going there, you know, in life, for me, it was launch my shoe, get my books around the world, reach people, save people. I want to build a community center to help people, train people uh, with this new shoe. And so I had all these great ideas about what that mountain was going to be and what it would look like. I didn't realize 
I had to go down the one I was on to get back up to the one that I want to go to. And I think that's the process that happens in our lives that causes many people to quit. And as you look all throughout scriptures, there's a reason why the valley is so tough. It's because you're moving between mountains. <laughs> and that when you said that, I'm thinking to myself, oh my Lord. <laughs> you have basically told my thunder talking about moving mountains <laughs> because God is moving us from one mountain to another, but we get stuck in the valley. Oh, that is so good. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Say that again. We, we want to go from one mountain to the other, but we get stuck in the valley. There are valleys between mountains. And so I true. didn't realize that. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, consciously, I was simply thinking of going to a higher mountain, going, a, going up higher. Yeah, I'm going up yonder, as the old song would say. I just want to go to a higher mountain. But I didn't realize the going down. And the going down, as anything happens in life, it's fast, it's furious. Going down is always something you don't really control. You can run down, you can run up something and it'd be a struggle. You run down something and it's easy. So the first, my going down was easy. But then I didn't realize the valley would be so tough. Wow. And in the valley, there are times where you don't have the necessary... Um, necessities in life to get through. Right. And so for me, I got to the lowest point in my life I ever been. I've never been at a place where I didn't work or didn't earn a living and all of the finances and things that I had saved and, and whatever was dwindling away. And here I am, my health was dwindling and I'm thinking, Lord, what is going on? Sure. And I find myself in the valley like Elijah. And God is saying, you know, um, I will provide. And just like he used crows, which was a nasty animal, considered the nastiest of animals to feed Elijah, God uses whatever he uses in your valley experience. He uses people, he uses things, and it may be things and people that you don't think God would use, but he uses those people yes. so that um, he could provide for you. And of course, the story of Elijah, he goes from uh, that place um, where the crows fed him to a woman who gives him, give her, gives him her last. Um, and when we do that, God ends up blessing him and blessing her. And so for me, uh, Pamela, um, God used a lot of people uh, to help me get through the Valley experience. And uh, unfortunately for me right now, I tell people I'm, I'm not out of the valley, but here's what I know and here's what I think. In a valley, you it's a lot of dark places because there's a lot of trees that cover the light. And sometimes you can walk through the valley and there are glimpses of lights because it's in between trees. And so you think you're coming out and you think you're coming out but you, as you continue to move through the valley, it's still in the valley. <laughs> and so what I was saying to myself was, Lord, Lord, where is the new mountain? Yeah. I 
think that's what happens in our lives. We get impatient. God is taking us from one place to another and we're seeing trees. And many people in life get discouraged because of the trees. They don't see, you know, there's an old saying, you can't see the forest from the trees. I was just thinking. And, <laughs> I think God shows us that there are many trees that are in the way from seeing where you're going. And um, so I feel like at that place, I'm at that place in my life. I feel like I've come out of the, the puff, toughest, the trenches of the valley. And the place where you see light is where I feel like I am before I get to climbing my mountain. I don't even get to, I don't even think I'm climbing the new mountain yet. Mm -hmm. I think I'm coming out of my valley. And I think for people out there who are maybe going through a tough time in life, I want you to think about how God provides in the valley and he's taking you from one place to another. That's a better place and a higher place, but it's hard for you to see and understand it all. But if you just trust him along the way, if you would, uh, as Proverbs tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So often we try to understand things and that's me. I'm trying to understand what's happening, Lord. Why is this going on? Why is this going on? And I get glimpses of lights. You know, I, I, I met, uh, I'm trying to launch my shoe and I go to watch some kids play basketball and a family that because of COVID, I don't remember everyone's name or whatever. I remember people, but I always remember their name. So right. I'm sitting there in the gym and this lady says to me, she said, I know you. And I said, you do? And I said, um, I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, oh gosh. I said, forgive me. I, I, I've had COVID and I don't remember everyone's name, but please tell me your name and, and, and tell me how I know you. She said, my kids played for you. I was like, huh? I said, oh gosh, I got to remember her name. I, I remember all my kids. I remember their names. And she says the name uh, Hamilton ring a bell to you? I said, sure. I said, I know you. I says, of course, I remember your daughter. I remember your son. And they played AAU for me, right? And so this is a light. Um, she says, well, um, she says, my kids are doing so well. I want to thank you for what you did in their lives. They've become such great people and doing great things. She said, my son is a project manager for Nike. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, huh? I said, huh? What? I said, I, I just, I just emailed back and forth with Nike about meeting with them. He's a project manager. He said, yeah, new projects that come in, he takes them and he does, sees if the project works and he, and I'm saying, I said, oh my God, this is a, so that was a light, right? Yeah. It was a light. It was God using a situation. So I said, and that was a boost of encouragement to me as I'm moving forth and coming out of my valley. And I say that to say to people and encourage you, God will send light. God will send different things. He will show you. He will put people in your path just to brighten your day, to give you hope, to give you do not grow weary in well-doing and faint not for in due season. In due season, your season's coming. That mountain is ahead. Yeah, uh, that mountain is ahead of you. There's some climbing left to do, but don't grow weary. Don't give up. God is going to use everything that he's taken you through is for a purpose. And I love what your you know, whole show is about purpose by design. 
It is designed. It is truly designed what we go through to fulfill our purpose. God takes us through things in lives. Ultimately, we look at what we at a place and things of what we can accomplish or achieve. God looks at the purpose. And the purpose of it all is bigger because he wants to reach his people and his children along the way. To do something is not purpose. To do something is about fulfilling the purpose, the position it puts you in to fulfill a purpose. We get to focus on the thing that we do. God wants to use us or the position that he puts us in to impact the people around us. And so uh, I just want to encourage the audience, no matter what you're going through, I've had my dark days here in the past year. I cannot believe we're, we're coming up on, uh, it's been a year since I went through that COVID experience. And um, God has taken me through a time and a place in my life where I've lost some things and um, everything hasn't been you know, what I've expected or what I um, thought what I would be doing at this point in my life. But if you trust and believe, God is doing it all for a purpose. He has a greater purpose in mind for our lives than what we can uh, see or imagine. So I'm very grateful today. I'm very thankful to be here with you, to have the opportunity to encourage and share what God is doing in my life. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about what he has and my mountain. I'm coming out, you know, and then there's the old Diana Ross song. I'm coming out. <laughs> I want the world to know, right? So I feel like I'm coming out, right? I'm coming out and um, I'm coming out of my valley. And I know that my mountain is ahead of me. And I want to encourage each and every one of you out there. You're coming out. Keep you're moving coming out. You're coming out. Don't grow weary. Don't quit. Keep hope alive. You're coming out. God has greater things in store ahead of you. As you are talking about the valley, uh, you know, I'm thinking of Psalms 23, where it's talking about the valley of the shadow of yes. death. Where right? do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? That's where it is. That's that's it. And it's, uh, and, you know, and yes, it's a, it's if you ever see that valley, it actually it never gets sun. So nothing grows there, which is right. why it's called the Valley of you know, shadow of death. And that's, it's just a shadow. Yes. It's not, if you can pass through it, but pass through it. you passed through, you passed through. There's a saying that says, when you're going through hell, don't put up camp, keep yeah. moving. <laughs> and and right. that's what you have done and you endured. And because of that, you know, uh, the scriptures tell us that God works all things out for good. So Absolutely. things happen, but he will work it out for good for those that love him. And and, and love him does not focus, mean, right? oh, I love you. It means that I'm not going to quit. That's I'm right. not going to put up camp in the middle of the valley. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fight through yeah. this. Uh, you said a couple of things I'd like to circle back to. Is that OK? Can yeah. I ask? Of you a course. Of, of course. And then I want to make sure we talk about all the stuff that you're doing um, that is empowering people with health and wholeness. But your story of how you pressed through COVID is a high praise to what you believe. God getting you through him being your healer, but yes. choosing life 
yes. and choosing wholeness. You said that you were at the really a pinnacle of health. Yes. You felt like, you know, you had it going on. You had your game on when it came right. to That's right. <laughs> and I wrote down, he went from the pinnacle of health to not being able to breathe. And, right. and a little bit later, you talked about how going down happens so fast. That's right. So as you're navigating that going down so fast, what advice can you give to somebody after going through that, that you could share with someone else as life seems to be tumbling around them or they're yeah. tumbling down that mountain? How do you stay in faith? How do you stay fighting? What can you encourage somebody with? So I um, thank you so much for asking that question. I, I, the first thing that I think happens to us, Pamela, when we're going down, if you imagine if anyone would close their eyes, even going down a slide or any you know park, the first thought in our mind in going down is what can I grab a hold on to, to yeah. not go down? Yes. Ultimately, the thrill of the ride, the thrill of everything in life about going down is getting down. And yeah. what happens to us is that we grab, we want to grab a hold of something to not go down. But if you do that, you're going to get, you're going to get caught up in the middle. There's no middle or in between and going down, being up and being down. It's got to be up or down. And I think the first thought of wanting to grab a hold of something is we grab a hold of things in life. Unfortunately, when we want to grab a hold of something, people gravitate to the wrong things. It could be wrong relationships. It could be, you know, dependency of drugs, of alcohol, of going out and hanging out with friends, doing things, just wanting to grab a hold of something to give you some sense of security or comfort. I say mentally in your mind, you must go down and understand, enjoy the ride down so you can enjoy the ride up, the way up. You cannot possibly, cannot possibly be able to get up unless you go down. And that's what I had to learn. I thought that I thought about going from one mountain to another was about leaping mountains like the Hulk is what I tell people. <laughs> the Hulk can go from mountain to mountain. Unfortunately, we don't get to do that. We have to go down one to climb another. Mm -hmm. And when we go down that one, like you're saying, we don't grab a hold on to anything. Enjoy the going down process and trust and know that God is with you along the way. And when you reach that down point in the valley, it is holding on to God's unchanging hand that you reach for and not anything else. And so for me, what I tried to do was reach on. I tried to reach for God is what I tried to do. It's, it's Peter walking on the water. What did he do? He was going down. What did he do? Reached up. Master, yeah. master, you know, save me, save me. Mm -hmm. It's reaching up to God's unchanging hand that will pull us out of whatever we're going through, not things and not people. And so for me, I had to learn uh, that process of letting go and letting God 
just letting myself go down and hold, reaching up for God to pull me out. But I want to encourage whoever's out there that's going in that going down process. Is that uh, remind yourself of a kid again of being on the slide. And man, just the thrill of the ride of yee, put your hands up and enjoy that going down process because the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you go down, go down with joy. <laughs> when you rise up, rise up with joy because that will be your strength. <laughs> you know, that's the secret sauce right there. Yes. Choosing yes. joy, which Choosing is joy. God, as you're reaching out to God. See, so when you're saying enjoy the ride, everybody, he's not saying, oh, you know, well, this is yeah, so yeah. fun to be sick yeah. in the hospital. Woo. Yeah, yeah no, no. Apostle <laughs> Paul, you know, would say, uh, I rejoice yes. and rejoice. Yes. And rejoice. Yes. We don't rejoice because of everything and go, oh, yay. Thank you, God, for all of this, you know, trauma. But we are trusting the process. Absolutely. Trusting that God has got us. And the reason Paul said to rejoice was because you know that God has you and yes. that you can trust that he's going to get you through. Absolutely. As you were talking about being on that slide or whatever, I'm reminded of, of my, my father. He's in heaven now, but he was the uh -huh. one that gave me a real love for roller coasters. Uh -huh. And uh, we would go on roller coasters together. And he would always, he wouldn't hold on. You know how everybody kind of white knuckles? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. He would say, don't hold on. And he didn't put his hands up either. Yeah. He just said, don't hold on. Yeah. And um, he said, if you're going to be on the roller coaster, you might as well feel it. Yes. And the other thing that he always said is everybody always will look down and they see how far up they are. And then right. they, they get That's scared. Right? Yeah. Oh. And he said, if you look up, the sky doesn't change in its appearance of distance. That's right. So he would always say we'd get to the top because we're getting to that top part of that of the uh, roller coaster. And he would say, Pammy, don't look down, look up and let go. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this totally rolls into what your That's message so awesome. is here. Don't like look it. down, look up and let go. And because yeah. of that, then you I could, uh, without white knuckling, Trust that process of going down in that roller coaster. And, you know, I would love to scream. And he'd say, scream as loud as you want. Yell as loud as you want. He yeah. was he would laugh the whole way down. He'd yeah. laugh and laugh yes. the whole way down. I never got to laughing the whole way down on the, on the roller coaster. But I could so resonate with the things that you're saying. And so that's why I wanted to share that story. I wrote down here that you said, letting go. And I wrote down is trust. Yes. And you're saying trust the process and what that's doing is bringing you strength because as you're right. trusting, you're resting and that's the joy and the joy it's what is sustains you. It sustains you. Yes. It sustains well, that you. Is so good. It's, you said that word sustains you. Yes. It, it sustains, sustains you. you. Yes. Wow. And a strong we think spirit. We the things in beginning and end stop and start. Hmm. God works in the middle. Yes. The middle is sustaining. The middle is choosing joy. The middle is uh, enduring with strength. Yes. Not a start or finish. Lord, can this thing please be over? I'm like, Lord, when am I coming out of this valley? When is this thing over? And God is saying, 
trust. Wow. Use joy. Have strength. Mm. Walk in faith. And as you choose those different uh, elements in which God wants us to, you know, uh, to go through life with, uh, principles that God wants us to go through life with, if you choose those different things, those are the things that sustains you. Yes. He takes you through. Yea, do I walk what? Through the valley. Through the valley. Don't stay in the valley. In the valley of a shadow of death. He says, I'm going through. And so often our mind uh, causes us to think that we're in it and we're going to stay in it for a while. And I tried to help myself uh, in my process of thinking going through. Yes. And that's why I said I wake up days and I would wake up and I would see glimpses of light. And every time I saw a glimpse of light, I thought, oh, it's over. <laughs> see, I thought about when it starts, when it ends. <laughs> But a glimpse of light of God just showing you, I'm working in your midst. Mm. I'm taking you through, but I'm with you along the way. And if we would get the mindset of trusting yeah. while we're going through, not, yeah. not beginning, not end, but through. And so um, I think it's important that as we go through these challenges in our lives and we, each and every one of us walk through our, our valleys in lives is that we understand that God is taking us from something to something for something. Yes. Oh Perfect. my gosh. Say that again, Stefan. From something to something for something. Wow. Purpose. There's yeah. a purpose for why he's taking you from something to something for something yes. purpose just remember while you're going through mm. he's taking you through for a purpose wow you know there's a scripture that says that the strong spirit of a man sustains him yes yes injury or in the time of trouble and as you are talking about all of this and how the joy and that strength sustains you that was your spirit being strengthened, yes. and that's what sustained your body yes. as you passed through this valley. That's right, absolutely. And I and I still think of it as I as I'm coming out of the valley. I'm yeah. coming out. I'm yeah. speaking. I'm coming out, but I'm not. As I speak of it, is and I'm coming out. I, I see myself. There's still work to do. Mm -hmm. because to climb any, to get to any top of any mountain, there's some climbing to do. Yes. So enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy God's, it's God's process. It's not ours. He won't get to see the things that he, you know, wants to do for us. Right. That's why it's a faith walk. That's why it's a trust walk. It's because yeah. if we knew, we probably would quit. Because True. if I knew I was coming down from one mountain and I actually physically could see that other mountain was hundreds of miles away and there I had to go through this valley and someone would have told me that there are wild animals in the valley and there's total darkness and there's no food to eat and there's, you know, whatever. If someone tells you, you know, what you're going to have to endure, it would make us quit. And that's why God 
God doesn't give us everything we want in that process because he wants us to trust him and have faith in that process. And he's going, just trust that he'll take you through. Trust that he'll take you through it. And um, if you do that, I believe that the power of uh, our message, the power of uh, who we become through that process is what God uses to impact others. Oh, that's so true. It's the purpose. It's purpose. It's purpose. It's purpose. It's purpose. I love that. I love that. I have one more question, and then I want to jump into uh, what you're, all the different things that you are now, as you're climbing the mountain on the other side, the things yes, that yes. you're producing and that you're pulling out. But I have one other question for you. You talked about your book, The Elevated Soul, You're More Than What You See. Yes. At what point did you realize that you were writing to your, that your writing was for you? When did you have that aha moment? That was so powerful. Uh, I want to say when I left my mom's house and got back to my house and I realized what I was really going through and what was ahead of me. Okay. Because of the way things happened, um, I didn't stop to think about what was really happening. It happened. Yeah. And it happened so quick and I lost control of being able, you know, we all wanna control things through mm -hmm. our difficult challenges and through the process uh, that God has taken us through. We want to grab hold of something in control. And at some point, um, whew, I didn't know this was going to hit me. <laughs> at some point, um, I had to let go. And that's what I mean by we grab a hold of things in life because we want to hold on. And we just got to trust God and let go. And I think for me, I was grabbing hold of something while I was going my, in my going down process. And it's like your dad was saying, let go and enjoy the ride down and just enjoy it. And I was having a hard time letting go because I felt like I was losing everything around me. And I right. think that when we go through difficult times in our lives, that's, that's the one mistake that we make is that we try to grab a hold of things um, and God wants us to let go and trust him. And uh -huh. so during that process, um, uh, I was launching the book with TVN. And so TVN was supposed to uh, do a commercial uh, with my book on it. And I'm excited about this commercial is going to be aired worldwide. The Elevated Soul, you know, written by Stefan Leary. And, you know, from where I came from, you know, my story, um, I'm very humbled in where God has brought me, but I get excited about where God's taken me. But I think some of, one of the biggest mistakes that we make is that we take control of the wheel sometime in that process. Yeah. And what I had to learn th through that process, um, the elevated soul part of it was I started telling myself, Steph, 
Get your hands off the wheel. <laughs> you got to let go and let God uh, take you through because I was trying to control my process instead of mm -hmm. just trusting God in that process. And so I, I'd never been through anything like that. And so um, I was just trying to be a man, you know, and grab a hold of whatever I could and, instead of letting go. And there's a lot of fear. You know, I know uh, people struggle with fear and many of you may struggle with fear and i i had the same fears and the first fear of mine pamela was um going back to the place i came from for me it was about poverty mm, sure. it, was, it was it was god allowing me to lose everything so that i would come face to face with poverty again. Yeah. And what I didn't realize, and uh, man, whew, <sighs> I didn't realize that I didn't deal with some things. Okay. You see, God has purpose. He has a greater purpose for us more than what we could even think or imagine mm -hmm. that we only look at the surface issues of things. It's so good. And I didn't realize that what God was doing in my going down was he was cleaning me up. Yes. Oh, so he was cleaning me up. He was cleaning up some things in my past that I didn't deal with. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling my mom, my adopted mom, I was telling her that I had a, um, whoo. I had a, I, I was, you know, really not coherent in understanding of everything that was going on at that time coming out of COVID. And so I really was, I was having dreams and I was having uh, nightmares. And, you know, scripture tells us that Jacob wrestled with God all night. <laughs> I was having some wrestling moments, right? And some of those wrestling moments were with my past. Um, I thought I had come to grip with a lot of things in my life once I, uh, you know, became a Christian and I dealt with some things in my life. But I think what God wanted to do was deal with some things that were hindering me from being free to enjoy his blessings. And for so me, I don't know what it is for everyone else. So I can tell you what it was for me. For me, it was the fear of poverty. I have strived my whole life and worked hard my whole life because I was driven by fear of poverty. Wow. But that's not what God wants us to be doing. God wants us to strive because he wants us to strive in pleasing him, not in fear of what would happen. And so I had it backwards and I had to come face to face with it. So I had this dream of when I was uh, 10 or 11 years old, I can't even remember. I was telling my mom about it. And I was walking home from school and I got to a place where I could see our apartment. And I saw this moving truck in front of our apartment. And I saw my mom hysterically, you know, running up and down the stairs and screaming at the men. And then so I took off running 
And then taking off running, I run up to my mom and I say, what's going on? What's going on? And my mom's telling us as we're getting home from school to uh, run upstairs and get everything you can because they're um, we're, we're being kicked out of our apartment. And back in the day, they don't do that now. <laughs> but right. back in the day, it was ruthless. Uh, I, uh, people can't believe I had this experience. They said they did that. I said, yeah, they did. <laughs> but they, they, they used to send people and take all your stuff and put it in a place and you had to pay to come get it. That's what they did back in the day when they evicted you. So my my mom's didn't I didn't know what evicted meant. I didn't know anything about that. I just she just said go get all your stuff and and she's slapping on these men and telling them that you know leave my children alone and whatever. And so while I was going through this um experience, you know, um God was showing me that I was coming face to face with the demon, the demon of poverty. And I got into a place in my health where I wasn't working and my finances was, uh, you know, dwindling down. I was holding on by a straw <laughs> and um, I was coming face to face with poverty. And so I had this just this demonic pressure of fear of poverty, fear of poverty. You got to do something. But I was I couldn't do anything. I just gotten out of the hospital <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to survive? How am I going to survive? <laughs> and uh, I had to let go. So for me, my process and my going down was about me learning to let go and for God to take me to a place where he was healing me and cleansing me from something that has been holding me back all these years. And once again, that is for purpose. Yes. So that I get to a place where I have the freedom of trust and faith and belief that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory and greater love that he had for us than that he would lay down his life for a friend. God died, Jesus died for us so that we can have it all, not that we could not have it all, yeah. So all these years, no matter what I've accomplished in my life, um, I was always proud of what I've become and what I've done because of where I came from. Sure. But it was a reminder that it was all God and I needed to let go of control of it. That is so profound and powerful. And well, the that's going to be in book three. Uh <laughs> but you know what? That, that you have processed through that and then you see it. Yeah. That again yeah. shows that you really did let go and looked yeah. up. Because if we're looking at everything that's crazy around us, we are. Fear is going to grab a hold of us. Yes. But you were able to let go and look up and 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 trust the process. And now you can see that, well, what, what worked out for good? Well, you're healed and whole. Yes. But you also now are free to step into your next yes. without any bondage to uh, fear to poverty. Yes. And to really be able to step into that mantle. So uh, that song, right? Huge. I'm no longer a slave to fear. See, that I has so the much power. Of God, right? Oh my gosh, right? The Does that have so much uh, more? Does that mean more to you now? 
Oh gosh, I just said that and, and just I trembled. Yeah. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. That's a beautiful, powerful that, song. That, that song um, I worship to all the time and just washes me, cleanse and free me of all the thoughts that the enemy tries to do to provoke fear in our minds that yeah. God is not who he says he is and God won't provide and God is not, he doesn't love us. And we got to rebuke that fear in the name of Jesus and embrace the fact that he, it's because he loves us. Uh-huh. You know, one of the, you know, one of the most powerful things that I think that I learned along the way was the process that Jesus went through. Uh-huh. It's easy for us to say that Jesus died for us, but I think the power and knowing what he went through yeah. is more powerful than what he did. We're talking about, think about this. This yeah. is what I had to come to grips with. God knew what I was going through. God knows what we're going through. Yes. But he also knew that his son was going through it. Did right. He- mean that he not love us because of what he allows us to go through? It is purpose. It is purpose. It is purpose. It is purpose. Yes. It had a purpose, so he had to go through it. Right. We go through what we have to go through because it's purpose. If we can just grab a hold of the fact that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives, and it is not to harm us, but to give us a hope and to give us a future. It is a purpose for why he allows us to go through it if we would trust him in that process. And as I was going through it and understanding it for myself, I had to get to the point where I realized Jesus, when he, the night before he was betrayed, scripture says he prayed. He told his disciples, watch over Right. Watch. And what did his disciples do? They slept. They slept. He prayed. They slept. Right. Scripture tells us he came back another time to check on them. (laughs) He came back to check on them and they were asleep and he, wake up, wake up, wake up. And to me, that wake up when he comes back is the warning that God gives us in our own lives to wake up. Wake up. So good. Purpose is at hand. Something is about to happen. I'm telling you, keep watch of the enemy. Keep watch of the enemy. God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. Keep watch of the enemy. Don't fall asleep. God has a purpose for everything that you're going through. He knew his son was going to go to the cross for us. But to me, the power lies in the fact that Jesus knew and he endured. Yes. Endured and went through it to fulfill the purpose. The question of our lives is, are we willing to do whatever God wants us to do to fulfill our purpose? And just talk about purpose and so often we talk about crowning moments and achievements and 
And I and I'm one of those. <laughs> I had goals and dreams and things I wanted to accomplish, and 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 I checked those things off my list. And um, I pat myself on the back along the way. But at a point, God wanted me to get to a place in my life where I had to let go, to let go and let God. And that's it's, it's a small statement, but it means so much because you in that letting go and letting God it involves so much trust and belief and hope and, and, and releasing the fears and, and just embracing all that God has for us. Yes. And, and that process isn't easy. It may be you're going down. It may be your Valley, but you can trust that God is going to bring you up. <laughs> He's going to bring you up again. He's bring you up. He's and you're going to be better. Oh man, I feel better already. I, I'm I'm blessed. I'm I'm, I'm healthy. Um, I'm gaining new perspective. I'm understanding myself. I'm being freed of things that have held me captive for so long. Um, that fear of poverty, uh, the trusting of God in the process. Um, I've been through a lot of challenges, you know, throughout my life, but God has been faithful along the way. And I know that he'll be faithful until the end of time. So. Amen. He will be. And that's a huge overcoming, especially yeah. for now the direction that he has you going with so many things that you're doing. And I want you to talk about those things that you're doing yeah. now and the time that we have left here. Okay. It's huge. That's why you had to come go through and Perfect. get disconnect from that, be delivered from that uh, fear of poverty, because it would have held you back from where you're going. Absolutely. Right? And yes. so now here you are on the other side of that, climbing this mountain now. And now this mountain we're climbing is taking you into books, shoes, coaching. Yeah. So tell us about these things that you're doing. I'm truly, I'm humbled because I, 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 I have to pinch myself sometimes because I, I just never thought it would be me. <laughs> I, I just never thought it would be me. I, I don't know. Um, um, let, let me show you my shoe. Yes, grab the shoe. And the reason why I want to show you this is because I want to show you uh, how God works. <laughs> so this is my shoe. And you see that it has an elevated soul <laughs> <laughs> it does it has an elevated soul yes and the reason why i say that is because um when i was building the shoe it has an elevated soul and these pockets right here are ankle weights and um it has band attachments to where the uh, band connects to it. This one has the band. There's a band that connects to it. Oh, wow. Okay. So even uh, in inventing and creating that shoe, I, it, things are just coming to me. You're asking me about the process. I wrote that book, The Elevated Soul. And in writing that book, I called it the elevated soul because I was thinking of the shoe. Hmm. 
And while I started writing it, I changed it to the Elevated Soul, the S-O-U-L, because I saw the things that happen in our lives that elevate our soul. So this funny thing is, I I just didn't realize that I was writing my own epitaph. (laughs) I just didn't know. Right. Because the whole concept of the shoe is you have to endure band attachment, ankle weights, and be elevated off the ground in order to get results. Wow. That's hard work. Yes. And as I watch kids put that on and I and they step into it and they say, oh, my ankles, you can immediately feel, I mean, my calves, you can immediately feel my calves are burning. And you go through this process of doing agility drills with ankle weights on and bands on. And when you take them off, you feel free. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I didn't realize what I was inventing and creating was the story of my life, that this whole elevated soul concept from S-O-L-E off the ground to S-O-U-L is the process that we go through in life of the pain and endurance of agility drills and whatever gets us to the point where we become free. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh! I mean, I mean, it's all of this stuff is part of the whole process in which I'm now fully understanding. I didn't know that when I was inventing the shoe. I didn't know that when I was writing that book. And I say to myself, "Oh my gosh, I'm starting to gain insight into what this is really all about." No kidding. Yeah. So in writing the book, I'm not a writer, Pam. I keep telling everyone, Doctor Pam. Pamela, I tell people I was a C student who played basketball just to get by. I had a life-changing experience where I was learned that I could be more. Uh, you are more than what you see. Yeah. And um, somehow in life, I've become a book writer and, a, and an inventor with a patent for a shoe that I trying to get on the market to help impact and change lives. And... I'm excited about that process because I now am understanding the purpose for it all. I was just doing it and thinking of it as an accomplishment, Mm. achievements. I was neglecting and understanding the purpose for it all. That is so good. You saw it as an achievement. Oh, man. Neglecting the purpose. Yeah. That's a mouthful right there. That's huge. I think that's what happens to us in life. Unfortunately, for many people that are struggling, you it's you have to stop and reassess mm-hmm. why things are happening the way they are, because I did that myself. And I didn't understand it all, but God is somehow bringing it all together to help me understand what this is really all about. Man, so, that is powerful. So I, I, um, I heard my mom. I went to my mom one day and told her, "Mom, I'm just not understanding what God wants me. I, I know I just came out of this COVID experience, and um, um, I was sharing with Nicole before you came on 
Um, I heard something from Stephen Furtick. Is one, it was one of his one-minute clips that he produces. I clicked on it, and it said, if you're struggling with who you are and if you're struggling with finding purpose, just keep it simple. If you're a coach, coach. If you're a teacher, teach. <laughs> and it was just that simple. And I, I went to my mom and I said, Mom, I think it's time for me to go back and coach. <laughs> and so what I didn't realize was I was doing check marks mm -hmm. of accomplishments and achievements and wanting to go higher and do more. Mm -hmm. But God is always looking for the purpose of why he allowed you to do things or taken you through things because he has a greater purpose in mind. Uh -huh. So you ask, what am I doing now? Well, I'm back training using a shoe that I call the elevated soul to help people get quicker, more athletic and whatever. But through that process, I'm using the book to elevate their S-O-U-L. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and all of this happened because of what I went through. So now you are coaching the whole man. I am I am I am understanding complete and wholly of what it all what it is all about. Oh man, Stefan, this is so incredible and powerful and yeah. have you as a coach to be able to help somebody catch that vision and that revelation is huge. Yeah. How do people uh, find you? How do they reach out to you? Um, so I've been a little bit disconnected, but I am still, I have a website. It's called the, uh, I changed my website. It, it's the uh, Shooting Stars, which is my new AAU organization is shootingstars-accelerator.com. And the accelerator is the shoe. So I combined the two uh, my uh, AAU training group and the uh, the shoe itself, uh, but I'm a, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Stefan Leary, uh, Facebook, Stefan Leary, uh, Twitter, I'm all Stefan Leary, and um, I mean I don't people can email me, call me, I, I I'm free, I'm open and free now to. I'm starting to understand what it's all about. This whole journey has been about. And um, my going down and my valley experience from my one mountain to another, every single one of us are going from one mountain to another in life. It's a matter of surviving the going down and the valley that would determine the mountain you climb. Oh, and I will also say this too in your closing. Don't be fooled by the mountain that looks like it's a higher mountain. Um, there are some hills and valleys. In, in the mountain, the there are, absolutely. Sometimes what happens when we're looking for that higher mountain, we get stuck on hills. That's a whole nother topic itself. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. It is, isn't it? Uh, that is so That's good. a whole nother topic itself. Well, you're going to have to come back and we'll talk about hey, the hills. Listen, I'm always that? available. I love visiting with you. Love you guys so much. Appreciate you. I'm oh. always available. Anything you need, anything you want, uh, please let me know. 
I'm available. We'll have you come back for sure and talk yeah. to us. Excuse me about the elevated devil. soul. The elevated soul. It's a must read. It's a must read. It's a must read. And I don't know who. At your I website, don't know who right? wrote it. I don't know who wrote it. I I tell people I did not write that book, but I know it was for me. Oh, I know it will bless others because I I dive into things that I didn't really have insight about. I was giving insight to. That's a yeah. different too. That's a whole other topic. God well, gives you insight to things that you may not have insight about. Oh man. This so I I wrote that book out of nowhere. Mm. And I look at it now and I say to myself, it's it's a self-help book, a spiritual self-help book from every different perspective. I, I mean, I write about triggers. I write about spiritual, emotional, and physical anxiety, people going through anxiety. I studied psychology. I didn't know what that was all about at the time, and now it's all coming together. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I have some in-depth knowledge to, you know, being a counselor. I was a counselor at the high school, so um, I, it's all coming together, but this book, this book is so, it's so good. It's about forgiveness. It's, I had to I talk about the forgiveness of my dad, um, I, uh, my biological dad. I, I wasn't, I was the one that he didn't treat, you know, the way he treated others, yet I was the one that was striving to be great or be good and achieve things. And and uh, I didn't know what that was all about, but now I know. You know, when you understand what God is doing to bring you into completion, yeah. You may not have all the ingredients. Thanksgiving is coming up. I love those who can cook from scratch. I can't. But you know what that's going to look like. I may not know, but you know. You oh. see, God has all of the ingredients that he needs, right, to make you become everything he wants you to be. I may not see it. I may not know it. God does. Wow, that is so good. And we can find that book at your website or reach at out to Amazon, you. Amazon, it's on Amazon, uh, TBN. It is my uh, publisher. It's still listed with TBN on Amazon. Um, yeah, it's okay. on, uh, uh, you can reach out to me. I, I, I have books I can mail to you. It's unbelievable book. I, I don't know who wrote it. I just And my name's just on it. <laughs> That is amazing. Well, Stefan, thank you for being here today. Thank you have poured into us and yes. I'm forever changed. And I can't wait to have you back again. And everybody, yes. all of the ways to reach out to Stefan is in the description. So all you need to do is read the description and everything that he's talked about is listed there and you can follow up with him. Thank you, Stefan, for being Thank here. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful day. Love you guys. God bless you.
Thank you, sir. And thank you to all of you who have been here. I know that you took many notes like I did because he was just dropping those gold nuggets or bowling strikes, whatever you want to call it. There was such richness in our episode today. So make sure that you like it. Remember, share it, send it on to somebody. Let's take this powerful message viral make it global because Stefan's message needs to get out there. Remember, you are here on purpose, with a purpose by design, not by default. Love that. Love go that. Go out there and be, just go out there and achieve what it is that you were here on purpose to do, right, Stefan? What you're Absolutely. here on purpose to do. It's all for purpose. It's for the purpose for. of God. Be the salt and light everywhere you go, everybody. See you next time on Purpose by Design. Bye-bye.